Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Justin, release us! Great day to be alive. If you're a New York Rangers fan, the Rangers come in game one and not only play their asses off, but make a motherfucking statement. 6-2 win against those Tampa Bay Lightning, Rangers South, as some people like to call them, and uh, or used to call them, rather. And, uh, and Two-time two defending Stanley Cup champions? Uh, one and a half time defending uh, COVID Cup champions. Yeah, it's one and a half. <laughs> Mickey Mouse champions. But uh, but goddamn, it feels good to be a gangster. I'll drink yeah, that. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, what I, a I, game. I didn't, what a fucking opening game for the series, boys. What an absolute statement, as Nick said. A tremendous game by the boys. They came out strong. Didn't play on their heels at all. Amazing transition from the Hurricanes to the Rangers versus Tampa. A lot of people questioning how they would stack up against Tampa Bay. And, I mean, I think we gained the neutral zone so much better. We carried that puck so much better. The shots on net were tremendous. Uh, For most of the game, we were leading on shots on goal. I'm not sure what it ended up being, but it had to be almost dead even, if not the Rangers' favor. I mean, just time of possession in the offensive zone, the way they moved the puck was tremendous. The the Tampa Bay Lightning do not have the forecheck and the speed at least in this game, that we faced against the Carolina Hurricane. So I, I fucking love it, dude. We came out strong. We came out on fire. The garden was rocking. I think they're going to need to replace some supports in that building because it might be fucking falling down after that effort by the boys. <laughs> TJ, I just want to uh, – so you asked about the shots. Uh, Tampa Bay 39, Rangers 34. Um, but here's a huge stat, which is what we have not seen from a New York Rangers so far. 33 face-offs won, 
compared to Tampa's 22. They won 60% of the faceoffs this game. Yes, they and ta- did. Tampa, Tampa has a big difference in this game. That was one of the things. Tampa is not has not been amazing on the faceoff. Very similar to the Rangers, 40 to 50% on the faceoff uh, win yeah. percentage. So that definitely plays into the Rangers' advantage because, listen, if we can win series only gaining 40% of faceoff wins at the most, I think we made a statement tonight. We were good on the faceoff. We were good in the offensive zone. We were great through the neutral zone, and we skated that fucking puck. We were making pa- crisp passes, man, and we, we got those goals through the entire fucking roster. I mean, come on. From the first line, second line, the kid line, tremendous effort. Heedle with two fucking goals. Dude, I wanted him to have a hat trick so bad. It, it's not even yeah. funny. Uh, 12 of 18 skaters had one point or more in this game. Dude, it, all around, again, Same. a team fucking effort. They, they play as a team. They win as a team. Okay? And then Tampa Bay with that last-minute ditch effort to get nasty. Fucking stupid moron on his back. Okay? With the ref between them. And Reeves is just standing over him laughing like, yeah, dude, I'll fucking Smiling. handle you like a prison yard bitch. <laughs> yeah, That's going to be smiling. something we remember for 10 years in the future. I'm telling you right now, that makes a statement going into game two. Yeah, it definitely does. I love the smiling Reeves while he's just fighting. He Dude, just, he just knows. So no one much. can, no one can great. fuck with him on love the it. ice. He's just dangerous. He, yeah. Dude, he's John Wick walking into a bar full of people holding guns on him. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm walking out of here. You guys aren't. <laughs> he's John Wick. Yeah, he is. Right. He is, bro. He is. I, I want him to fucking take tomorrow. a pencil out to the bench fucking game two and just wave it at them. A fucking pencil. I thought, I thought you were going to do the whole Riddick thing where he, I'll kill you with my teacup. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that what I love the most about this this playoff run is that we are seeing the kid line grow up and mature right in front of our eyes. Philip Hedo with another, with two more goals. He has seven, I think he has seven goals so far in the postseason. He had eight in the regular season. Dude, Petrano with another just excellent game, another goal. I mean, it's insane what this kid line is doing. It's, dude, the future is bright for this team, regardless of what happens this season. And all the experience they're getting in this playoff run, it is worth its weight in gold. Me and Dave were talking about it uh, during the game. You you cannot buy that type that type of experience. It's already no. it's already showing in the first just from the first two rounds. Look at this kid line. They put so much pressure. They were on the ice for such a long time for that first Filipino goal that they just eventually just pushed through and they just got to go. Caco well, with a point, which is yeah. you know, Nick said he wanted a Caco point. Dude, Dave that, that setup that he had, Bernier, dude, the handling the puck behind the net and setting up that goal was just fire, dude, just fire. Oh, yeah. Like, they, the Rangers top to bottom dominated this game. They had full control in the offensive zone. They were making passes that we haven't seen, uh, we didn't see m- very much of in, in the Hurricane series. The Hurricane series was very uh, hard-nosed, play it, get a lucky fucking opportunity to shoot it on goal, and hopefully it goes in. They, they didn't come off and... And this this game right here, and I don't think it's going to be the like that the rest of the way through. But this game, they made a statement that if you give us room and you give us time and space, we're going to fucking hurt you. And this is against Andre fucking Vasilevsky. Yep, we're talking about yep. right now. Yep, yep, dude. Absolutely. The Garden Faithful chanting that Igor's better. Igor's better is just he is he is. We have the best fucking goalie in the league. Hands in down. The world. Really is. We have to capitalize on this big time. 
Okay, this the, dude, he's shaking off shots through traffic as if they're nothing. Like he, he's fucking bored out there. And I just want to bring it up now. What was that Stamkos play? Not goalie interference. Was I think it they missed it, it even though the ref was right behind the net. Clearly missed it. It's definitely definitely goalie interference, I think, especially the follow-through. He obviously is controlling the puck. Sesterkin's uh, controlling the puck there, and he follows through with the stick, catches him in the head. I'm actually a little surprised at Truba for not grabbing Stamkos and fucking dropping him. You know what I mean? I think it would have been well yeah. worth it, especially there. Even if you take a penalty, who gives a shit? You make a statement. You're going to come in into that crease. You're going to get fucking injured. I, I just want to point out one thing. It just it just hit me. I've been up since two thirty in the morning, so I'm not as sharp as I normally am. But uh, did anybody else buy? T- did anybody else get tickets? No. What? To the gun show? Because TJ, what the fuck, guy? <laughs> <laughs> I, said that, I said that in pre the pre show. Dude, I'm like, pumped like, up. I was like a young macho man. I told him I was that doing, he, uh, he flexed in the curls the whole time. I said he flexed and the sleeves fell off. Apparently. He looks like a young macho man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The cream rises to the top. And the cream, of the, crop, <laughs> the cream of the crop with the New York Rangers. <laughs> you know what Dude. I love about Reeves, though, in that in that situation is, like, so the, the best goon we've ever had since him, I would say, is Sean Avery. Sean Avery was Sean Avery's not a goon. He's, a, he's not a goon. He's a gentleman and a scholar, all right? He's a dear friend of ours. All right. Yeah, he is. But, How dare you? But the thing Sorry, is, he follows us on Twitter. definitely, definitely yeah. an agitator. When Avery got agitated, he got emotional. Reeves just knows no one can fuck with him, and it's yeah. it's it's the best thing to have on the Rangers' ice. He it is one hundred percent like a Ty Domi, but with more fucking size and just like more pure, unabated muscle. You know what I mean? He just I knows mean, that no right. one's getting no one's getting in his head, no one's getting in his kitchen, and he could probably take on half that team by himself without question and without a problem and cause a lot of people to go to the hospital. I mean, him versus Pat Maroon, I'm taking Reeves every second. Every, every fucking, fucking dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what you said before, twelve Rangers, twelve out of eighteen skaters got a point. Could you guys name the ones who did not get a point? Patrick oh. Nemeth. <laughs> he has had a point in quite some time. Miller? Uh, but guys who were on the ice, who do you think it was? Miller? No, Miller had a point. Truba? Uh, Truba? Uh, no, Truba. Wait, let me check. Truba had a point in assist. Oddly enough, probably uh, Igor did not have a point tonight. Well, he's not a skater. Well, we don't consider him a skater. No, well, I mean, in, in the playoff Good run, draw. he's had several points. So, I mean, come on. More yeah, than Biz, the boy. Biz is happy about that one. Yeah, he's got three. He's got three so far. This playoffs. Good so, draw. You guys want to take one more shot? Good draw. Uh, Good draw is correct. Good draw to not get one. Uh, I'm gonna say Mott or Mott. Mott, correct. Cop and Reeves. Cop had a point. Did he? Reeves. Reeves is three. You got three more to go. Strom, who missed two fucking shots himself, he should have had two goals. Strom mm-hmm. is Strom is one, and another two are defensemen. So, oh, Braun. Yep, and uh, shit. And Schneider, Lindy, Lindy. Yeah. Schneider, Lindy, yeah. and Schneider. There's actually seven guys, so it was twelve to eighteen. There's nineteen guys. I don't know, but you guys got him. But you're right. It was Lindy, Schneider, Braun, 
uh, Strom, Reeves, and Martin and Goodrow. And so. shout out to Lindgren for taking another big hit and getting right back up. Absolutely, guys. Tough as nails, man. Dude, Dude absolutely. I, I mean, that, oh, I, so I don't know was, if there's a they, they, the the league has to come up with a, an award like a fucking band aid award for you know most battered player that powers through because just, it's I, I mean that's worth that's worth the MVP in my book or an Iron Man yeah. award or something. Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Trophy. Oh wait, there already is a heart trophy. It's for e- <laughs> that has Igor's name written all over it. Yeah, I meant H E A R T. Yeah, the, the strong heart, I guess. I don't know, but you, yeah, you have um, obviously the kid line was crucial in this. What of I was just talking about TJ with this before about one of my favorite points of this game was that power play goal by Mika, where it just it was the same exact shot three times in a row, and he finally just fucking netted. Dude, it, it reminiscent of just them feeding Ovechkin, uh, the, what the Capitals yes. do. It's what just I gotta say, feed it, him it, and let him rip it. And, and I mean, the fact that the commentators are commenting on what, what, how much, what mile per hour those shots are. It's just you know he's point, he's sitting up at the point, waiting to let it rip, and they just keep feeding him, and he's gonna get those goals, especially on the power play. This Rangers power play is fucking dominant. It's you cannot take a penalty against this team because they're gonna fucking put one in the net. They're gonna the, do it killer, every time. The, the penalty killer is great too. Absolutely, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, oh, yeah. just. If you want, if you were gonna make a video of how to play playoff hockey from fucking start to finish, minute one to minute sixty, and say this is how you play a well-rounded and execute a well-rounded game, this would be the fucking I, I, I would say the template of how to do it because they just came out flying. They were winning the puck battles. They were winning up against the boards. They were winning the neutral zone races. They were cashing in on golden opportunities, which they needed to do, and they're burying the puck. Putting six goals in is exactly what you want to do. And I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, and I'm not trying to jinx us at all, but going against whoever comes out of the West, you're going to have to score five to six goals a night, minimum. Minimum. And the Rangers made that fucking statement and said, we're here to fucking play. We're here to put up points. We're here to dominate. Dave, how how much do you think uh, that's – uh, rink rust on Vasilevsky now, having not played the last nine days. Oh, well, since the ESPN announcers made that very clear, um, it, it must have, that, I mean, that's the reason they lost. We're, we're going to, the Rangers are going to lose this series. Nah, fuck all that shit. I agree. Nonsense, dude. <laughs> it's those are bullshit. Those are goals that, they, that are going spend, in every uh, fucking time. That they would spend that much time talking about how they had nine days off when the Rangers just came off of a game seven where they absolutely blew a very good hockey team out, and then they came in and blew a better team, better hockey team out. It blows my mind that they would spend time talking about that when you're well rested. No one knew yep. what the advantage was there. No one knew. Lewis, Honestly, you're going to hear me, it fifty times in the pregame on ESPN. You're going to hear it fifty times over under. How many times we're going to hear nine days rest and now eighteen wins after a loss? You're going to hear it over and over and over again because everybody's against the Rangers. Everybody wants to make excuses as to why they fucking keep winning, but the reason they keep winning is they play like a team. They put together tremendous games, and again, in the first series and in the second series against the Hurricanes, they've had some lows. They, they they've come out slow. They've come out soft and, and, and playing on their heels, and that's not what they need to do. They need to come out. Right away, once they put a puck in the back of the net, I feel like they start to get right on the toes, right on the edge of their skates, and start playing the puck forward. 
and they don't look back. And that's what they need to do. They need to not worry about playing on the heels and playing that defensive because they have that in the bag. It's ingrained in their fucking heads to block shots when they can, to get some fucking bodies in front and move move players out of the way so Igor can see the shots coming in because if he can see the puck, he's stopping that puck. It doesn't matter. You can have fucking Chara in his prime shooting 105-mile-an-hour slap shots. If he can see it, it's not going in the net. And shout-out Luis Rivera. Thanks for the comment. That was uh, TJ answering uh, Luis Rivera's question. It's, 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 it says Luis, white guys. Like Mendoza. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Luis. I apologize. Forgive all whiteness. <laughs> I just, I, I seriously, Sorry, the, I can't the white part of me said it, Luis. I can't stand these ESPN announcers. I can't stand the ESPN camera angles. If 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 someone that is somehow connected to ESPN, can you please tell them to fuck the right off out of hockey? They're doing it on purpose, bro. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. The, when the Rangers went up three to two, the uh, I forget what his face said. Uh, the Rangers are again up by three. It's like, wait a second. They've never been up by three. They're not up by three now. This is the first time anybody has three fucking goals in the game. So where is this statement? How do you fuck that up? It's just and then there was, enamored there was with fucking stats and statistics that they can't handle. Did you guys recognize in the in the uh, intermission the that analyst they had in the back? He's talking about he's talking about Crowder's goal, and he called it an empty net goal. Dude, I'm not gonna How lie. I don't watch the intermission. I was actually watching the match. Not that that was very entertaining, but it was more entertaining listening to ESPN break down a fucking NHL game. They well, should stick to what they know. Listening. Just shitting on fucking NBA teams and b- trying to bring politics into fucking sports because they do I not know hockey. Do it either. But my my dad brought it up, and I was like, "Well, I I believe it." <laughs> I hope your dad threw a full beer at the fucking TV. Like, fuck them. Fuck this TV. They nah, sullied it. I've well, TJ, while you're on the, the the topic of golf, how was the match? Was it any good? It it and who won? So uh, Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers won on the 18th hole. Um, they they put one uh, to the back of the 18th uh, green, or you, you know, uh, par three. Gorgeous course in Vegas. I think we're going to need to make a trip with the, the win. That's the win. The win. I actually stayed at the win once, and I could I stay there from my room. It's fucking mm-hmm. gorgeous that course. Dude, yeah. I, I'm in whenever you boys you can, want to make that trip. You can play pretty much whenever because nobody goes to play because it's 2,000 degrees outside. And it's, and it's Vegas, about better it's things between, to do. It's between $500 <laughs> and $800 to play around there. So, yeah. I mean, that's – Did you guys also see uh, Aaron Rodgers throwing shade at Patrick Mahomes' brother? No, did he? Yes, oh, I my God, I that. missed that. I did oh, see he, that, Dave. He, Not yeah, all heroes wear capes. Because it was like a social media question or something. Like, what's your favorite social media? And he go, and he said, he was like, well, I like Twitter back in the day when Twitter was cool. But uh, Patty clearly likes TikTok because it runs in the family. And I was like, there's no way he just said that. <laughs> that was amazing. It, it's, it's justified, dude. That kid is the biggest douchebag, no talent brother in, in the history of sports. I mean, like, it hey. sucks. It, it sucks, too, because Patrick Mahomes is actually a really good dude. And he doesn't he doesn't deserve all that backlash on like I mean his his wife and his brother. Brother. he doesn't he doesn't. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Luis, well, thanks, I agree thanks, with Luis. you 100%. I appreciate it. I agree with you hundred percent. The fall from grace ESPN has had where they were the name of sports. They were where you went to. I remember, you know, especially when I got my first apartment, coming home from a late night of work, doing a little OT. Throwing the TV on and just watching Sports Center, just hearing that dun 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 dun, and watching all the MLB plays and stuff like that. 
that dude it, it's just it was something you went to it was the go-to to get your fix of sports and now it's just shit it's just awful it's so woke it's broke and there goes our contract with espn Fuck it, I don't Dude, even I, I would never accept a contract from ESPN. I'd rather fucking <laughs> continue to work my job and live my menial life and be happy than fucking try, try to work for a company that pushes agenda more than they push fucking sports. This, the reason why, and it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on, it, I, I really don't give a shit. I can have a conversation with anybody about anything, but when you try to force your opinions on people that are there for an outlet, you're there to watch sports. You're there to escape the fucking monotony of the world. The shit that happens in the world. If I wanted to hear all the fucking garbage and the problems with this fucking planet, I would watch the news. And I do not watch the news because I don't need to know how shitty the fucking world is that we live in. It's garbage. I don't need to hear all this fucking nonsense. Okay? And and it seemed that right around when uh, the NFL started taking a knee and all the shit that was going on, they jumped right in on the bandwagon and just wanted to push this fucking woke, agenda-driven, bringing light to everything other than sports. Dude, just tell me the fucking score. Show me the big plays. Show me somebody getting a rock coming across the middle in, in uh, the NFL, and that's it. That's what I want to see. I, I, you know, bring Chris Berman back in with the fucking the, – the, just the fucking plays of the week in the NFL. Bring back the da na da na and all the gold glove – Amazing catches that they that they have in the MLB. That's all I want to see. I do not bring want back to the web gems. Opinion. Bring back That's baseball it. tonight. That's it. I well, don't it all started going downhill when they got rid of baseball. Baseball tonight. tonight. I agree with you. And let's shout out Chris Lee. Thanks for tuning in. Victory. Let's fucking go Rangers. We're with you. No mercy. Never trail again. We hope that's true. Let's fucking go, Rangers. We appreciate it. it, it, it that I'm sitting here like, oh, man, I, I, I feel like we need a little fucking back on our heels, must-win situations because, I, I mean, we've made it our home. I'm not used to this. I'm not I'm used, not, to, I'm I'm not used to it. I'm used to having that back against the wall. We're going to have to fucking drive the Truba train through a couple of your players and bury yes, that sir. Any any dirty way we can to get that victory. And for them to come out the way they came out tonight was just – this is playoff hockey, and this is where – you fucking settle down, you grit your teeth, and you just start fucking going. You, no stopping the Rangers. You keep this fucking puck going downhill all day in the offensive zone. You bury that puck every opportunity you get. Pucks on net. That's all you need to do. And keep cashing in on the power play. That's it. That's what we need to do. And that penalty kill is going to continue to step up and do what they do and not let pucks even get to Igor. Exactly. Oh. And just shout out Luis again. Yes. Yes. Web Gems. Baseball tonight, NFL Live with Chris Berman, Chris, Tom Jackson. I used to love yeah. that. That Tom was so good. Yep. You know what he used to do? Like, uh, who's your mama? Who's your mama? What, what was his name? CJ. TJ Kuzmanzada. Who's your mama? Who's your mama? I used to love Chris you, Berman. It's, it's who's, you say who's I say who's Yeah, oh, that was a good one, too. That was great. Baseball tonight was awesome. The web gems. I used to wait up. Nights to watch who was the number one web gem. Like if yeah. I saw a Yankee player make a great play, I'm like, I want to know where they're at in the web gem. And it would never be on web gems because they'd never give a web gem to a Yankee. The Yankee was always a no. I was like, what the fuck? That catch was amazing. See, they I remember went, in high school. I remember in high school talking about baseball tonight. Uh, yeah. They used to do uh, going, going, gone, or something like that. Uh, I can't remember mm-hmm. what the home run segment right. was. Yeah, the and they used run. to show they used to show cartoons of like Bonds and Giambi. And like the other home run hitters of the time, and that was like the intro was like a cartoon version of Giambi or Bonds cranking out a homer. That was similar to uh, when NHL 
it was when it was called NHL on the fly, it did Light the Lamp. Yeah. And that was like, growing up as a kid, that was my favorite thing to watch. Every morning I would just, I would, I would wake up, eat Eggo waffles or whatever the fuck, and just sit there and stare at every single goal. And it was, it was just awesome. And it's, it feels like, like just sports coverage has gone to shit now. Yeah, it has. And the ESPN, it, it's gone downhill. The reason why ESPN is really getting killed is because you, you get your highlights online now. Twitter, Instagram, you get them immediately now. You don't have to wait, you know, for, you know, oh, they're going to talk Yankees in 20 minutes. It doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> so, we, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of killing ESPN. They're trying to do something different. Try to make them be something better, but they're just not. It's just not there anymore. You don't need to. You don't need to focus on the news. You don't need to know what's going on in the world. I want to know what's going on in the world of sports. End of story. And I already gave up on politics because I think because everyone (laughs) everyone that gets involved in that is just they just sound stupid. Yeah, I agree with you. And TJ's guns are distracted. I'm done. Look, Dave can't even concentrate on his comment he's trying to make. It's a, it's a quality and... comment from some random uh, viewer. Some random Thomas Doyle Jr. I wonder who that <laughs> round is. Um, <laughs> Chris Lee, they used to do them weekly. Yeah, that was that was fun. Um, oh, he, uh, Chris Lee also says he liked watching the old head-to-head home run derbies of Mantle and Maze. That was on ESPN Classic. That was That's, pretty that was That was great. It was nine innings of just two dudes just going yard. Yeah, it was great. And then Luis has one more comment. Anyone get a deja vu of game one Montreal? Yeah, kind of. Except for uh, Kreider did not kill uh, Vasilevsky today. So that was that's the only difference. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Dude, but you know what? We 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 drilled a hole in Vasilevsky. He's going to be playing scared now. He's I, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't get pulled just for you know, yeah, the price too. The headspace, the, the getting him out of that game because the game is gone. Especially when they went up six to two, uh, I thought he would have got yanked. But they leave him in there, which I respect. Let him get through that game. Let him learn from it a hundred percent. But you, you've seen it all all playoff long. Even the Rangers have done it with Igor to to just kind of get him out of there and make that statement of you got to be better. Wake the fuck up. Ride the pine. Oh, TJ, learn TJ, from TJ. it. Did the, did they pull him in uh, the Penguin series? I did, uh, oh yeah, ESPN mentioned it about five thousand fucking times. I, I think it was five thousand and three. Yeah, 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 you're right. Well, let's take a quick break from talking New York Rangers hockey. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Give a quick scoreboard update. Mets win 5 nothing today. Calls Carrasco, good story. There First we go. 
His father, oh, I guess Dave's a meffin. We didn't know that. We would never uh, on the I show. am, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Dave. Sorry um, for your loss, Dave. Carlos, Carlos Carrasco, the celebrated the Johan Santana 10 year anniversary. He finally, was, uh, the first time his father got to see him. A 10 year anniversary. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. The, the Johan Santana one hitter. Oh, the yeah. one where Carlos Beltran got a hit that we all saw? Cool. Yeah, it was a one-hitter. It was a one-hitter. They celebrated cool. the 10-year anniversary. Um, Mets win. Cool story. Carlos Carrasco, first time his father got to see him in the stands, uh, play a baseball game. and That's awesome. That, that I mean, that's really cool. That That is that's 100%. I mean, every father gets to witness that when they see their son or daughter play a sport. It doesn't matter that – I mean, yeah. on, on the big stage in the show is obviously – tremendous but i mean every time i go to watch my son play t-ball or coach pitch now this year it's always like one of those you know like you feel proud and every time my son gets a hit or makes a play in the field it's just like right here hits home you know what i mean so i can only imagine what that's like with forty thousand fans cheering cheering you on that's that's tremendous so the mets improved to 35 and 17 um like i said before Carlos crosser gets the win they sweep the Nationals. The Mets, I think they might have an 11-game lead in the NL East now because of that. Wow. But um, Rays are tied 2-2, bottom ninth, two on, two outs for the Rangers. Um, going around the league, Astros win. Uh, Justin Verlander actually almost had a no-hitter. Would have been his fourth in his career. Fuck he him. didn't get that, though. And Nick just had the lights go out on him. Oh! <laughs> He's not in New York. Bedtime. So get in your bunk. Oh, get in your bunk, soldier. There it is. I'm, I'm, I'm in New York. I'm just not in my home, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. Just not, not in the city. Freedom yeah, depends yeah. on you getting a good night's sleep. Yeah. Uh, Marlin, Marlins lose 13 to 12. Red Sox win after losing yesterday to the Reds. The Red Sox <laughs> lost to the fucking Reds yesterday. That's hilarious. Uh, that's embarrassing. Um, and is that Chris Y2J Jericho? It is. Father played for the Rangers. Yeah. I thought that was Chris. I thought that was Chris Elliott. <laughs> no, so I got, I got a book. I got a book. Check this out. And then tomorrow night, uh, NBA Finals start. Celtics versus Warriors. Let's go Warriors. Fuck Boston, and that was a huge boom of lightning. We're outside my house right now. Uh, that was pretty fucking loud. Hopefully, they wake the baby. Let's go Warriors. Uh, and then speaking of this, we want to talk about this. Lastly, but after the Ranger game was. The Western Conference final yesterday. Avalanche went eight to six. Did you guys catch this game? Absolutely not. It was just it was just nonstop scoring. It was just tremendous goals after tremendous goals. Just it's all offense. It's that's all it is. It's just pure offense. Just hard skating, moving the puck quick, and getting in the offensive zone and just ripping it at the net. Yeah, and I think I think based on the goalies from the Eastern Conference Final, that's why a lot of people are predicting that if whoever wins the Eastern Conference Final is going to end up winning the Stanley Cup because they're the only teams that have any type of defense. And and it, and it does come down solely to the goalie because I really don't think our back check is that good. Uh, no, I think yeah, our, I agree. Our defenders can score 100. Our our defenders can score, but as far as getting the puck out of the defensive zone, they fucking suck. Like listen. It, Tampa Bay did their absolute best to create those stretch passes and, and to try to get behind the defense. And they did a couple times, but they just can't cash in because that's what happens when you have an elite goalie in the crease. Like you said, um, our defenseman can score, but the difference is our our goalie can win. He is going to be – he's going to bring us there. He is going to be the reason if – like I'm going to say if – 
so I don't jinx anything. Everyone listening, not jinxing anything. If if we pull this off, if we Igor win the next three games, is, Igor Shosturkin is going to be the reason that we win the Stanley Cup. Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. That was one of the reasons why I said early on uh, when we did a New York Ranger playoff preview was the range could go deep because they have that goalie and they have the ability to get hot. Once you, it's, if you have that goalie that could stop anything, yeah. Uh, once your team sets up a little bit, you get a get some goal scoring. We'll figure out the offense, but when you have a guy like that taking care of the net, it's 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 it, a positive for your team. Is no if you're about. if you're banking on soft goals and just throwing pucks in the net and going in the Eastern conference goalies, especially the two goalies left right now, you're not getting those goals. If they can see it, they're stopping it. You have to fucking earn every single one. There's going to be no fucking glory hole, five goal, five hole, little slipping bullshit pucks behind the fucking, the goal line. It's not happening. It's not happening against Vasilevsky. It's not happening against Igor. It, none of that is going to happen, and I think that's the ultimate statement between the East Coast right now and the West Coast. The West, West Coast has the speed, and they have the, the shooting ability 100%, and they get more shots on goal. But when you have just that elite level of goalie, that goaltender that's stopping with a save percentage of 9,200.925 or more, it's, you, you're not getting seven, eight, nine a night. You're, it's not going to happen. No, definitely Offense not. wins games. Defense wins championships. Everyone knows that. Yes, I agree with you there. Um, so I just wanted to bring up, we have a couple questions. Oh, Chris Lee just mentioned the Yankees did get rained out. Yankees did get rained out. They actually split over the weekend against the Rays. It had a couple injuries. Matt Carpenter came back. looks like Magnum PI, which is amazing. <laughs> Hit a couple homers so far, one at home, one on, one on the road. So Yankees keep rolling. Uh, they won yesterday against the Angels, dominated Noah Syndergaard. You're welcome, Met fans. That's for you, Dave. Nine uh, win. They banged up Noah Syndergaard for hurting the Mets fan because the Mets have little brothers. So you know, Yankees got to take care of it. You hurt our little brother's feelings. All right. We'll take this care. Is a, of as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> this is a Rangers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yes, all we, right. we have to take our opportunity to tussle your hair a little bit and be like, yeah, ah, it's you know, all right, buddy. Your little, your little brother. <laughs> hey, no. If you guys want to blame my dad on some, my dad for something, blame him for that. <laughs> Listen, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. He, he thought of third period bourbons. We can't bust his Absolutely not. Absolutely. He's a legend. Man. I mean, I got to get a picture of your father and just throw it back there somewhere, right yeah, next well, to the right next to the whiskey. I'm gonna say if again, <laughs> if the Rangers win this series, I will be home for the in in New York for the entirety of the Stanley Cup final. Oh, I think we're gonna have to go. I think we're gonna have to clear out the bank accounts, boys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm an E3 in the Marine Corps, so I don't know if I can do that, but we'll Listen, see. Listen, there's plenty Say, of corners listen. you can work in Manhattan to make a couple dollars real quick. Don't worry about it. We'll show you the Dave, start only only fans. Start only hey, fans. you're not That'd wrong. You're not wrong. Dave, don't, Dave, don't feel bad. I'm an E7 in the Army, and I can't afford to go to the game site either. <laughs> Dude, none of us can afford That's what they've invented credit cards for, 100%. That's exactly why they invented credit cards, because at the time it feels great, and then the next month you're like, oh, what the fuck was I thinking? No, Sorry, so I'm, an, I'm an E4 on the softball field, so don't worry about it. <laughs> no, so my my girlfriend actually, she said to me this morning, she was like, I was looking at uh, tickets because I'm only three and a half hours away from Tampa. And yeah. she said to me, she goes, I was looking at Tampa tickets, but the minimum price is $400. And I, and I literally said, I was like, okay, listen, I don't want to be around you when the Rangers lose. Do you think I want to be around Tampa fans? 
<laughs> so like, my I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't ever want to be in that atmosphere where I'm just like, I, I feel like I have to fight. Yeah. And, I, uh, when you're, and when you're messing with my hockey team, that's, I don't usually fight, but that's, that's a reason. I, uh, oh, my yeah. brother-in-law was like, he has his father lives in uh, in Tampa, and he was like, oh, the Rangers fucking win game seven. I'm, I might just take, you know, he was talking to my sister, and he goes, I might take your brother. We're going out of Tampa. We're going to go catch a game. And then they won game seven, and now I'm at beautiful Fort Drum for the next two weeks. So <laughs> there goes my chance to go watch some play in Tampa. Hey, at least you're a better. You're at a better base than I am because I was, dude. I, I the, the night that they probably won, gonna snow tomorrow. Going definitely going into going into game seven. I was just sending screenshots to my dad, like, dude, two seventy five a ticket. I was like, I'll pay for you if you drive because you're gonna have to try to get me back for work. I was like, but worst case scenario, I'll, I'll bang out of work. It's not a big deal. I mean, this is this is real life shit. I mean, work. Nah, going to see the Rangers. Fucking that's that's some real life action. No, and, realistically, I will take out a personal loan if I'm home and they're in the Stanley Cup final. I will. Gonna watch, we're going to go watch the Reds do the Frogs in Paris. <laughs> and I think, I think my dad would do the same thing, honestly. The mighty Red. <laughs> I tell you what, if you're home, if you're home during the uh, Stanley Cup final, we'll, we'll get a watch party somewhere. If they're 100%. Interviewing, if, I would, if, they're, I would. if they make it, I don't mean to. I don't want to jinx anything. But if hey, they we're do, saying if. We'll do, a, we'll do a watch party. Nick, sure. I, I think you just – Nick, yeah. I, did, I think you just got our meme for the night, by the way, that scene. 100%, that's the meme. I'll get on that. I'll get on that tomorrow morning, Rook. What's, what's, the, yeah. Rangers, what's the Rangers win song? My baby takes, takes the, the morning, morning rain. Dude, I watched that episode this morning. I was literally oh, just thinking about that today, too. Oh, man. Oh, fucking that's tremendous. Fun. Hockey hooligans. Pretty All good. Right, well. Pretty damn good. I know we're talking a lot of hockey right now, but we do have to do our quick golf picks here. I know we're, we're switching up. We're going from topic to topic, trying to do the best we can. This is a, a mixture of Rangers podcast slash. Yeah, we, we forewent the podcast. normal podcast night because we knew it was going to be all about hockey. I told these boys uh, yesterday, I was like, not for nothing. I understand we got a, a you know, a sports podcast to get to but i don't give a fuck about anything else that's going on in the world fucking the russians could be invading from the north china could be invading from the south if the game is still on i don't fucking care uh, Listen, i'll load up the guns after the fucking game if the russians invaded from anywhere you wouldn't be watching the game because panarin and Shesterkin would their sleeper cells would turn on and we'd be fucked okay <laughs> you, think it, you, you think it's relax is the song that triggers them <laughs> hey, after last, year, after last year, you wouldn't have to worry about Panarin. You'd be on our side. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely would be. Only to find out it was all a ruse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a cutting oh, attempt to trick us. All right, well, David Nick, we're just going to say a quick. Uh, you guys don't want to stay for the golf stuff, right? No, I got I got to get to sleep anyway. I got to be up in four hours. All right, all so, right, so, so real Nick, quick, please to game two. Again, we'll, we'll back do, at the garden. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to do the, the golf picks. Dave, stick around. Absolutely. Nick, if you want to wait. Well, all I'm going to do is like five minutes. You don't, you don't have the much right, time. Go, there. go ahead. All right. So, Dave, stick around. Nick, stick around. Maybe TJ will do a little golf pick. And then we'll get to our keys to victory for game two. So, really quick. Uh, Another big I, week for the podcast. A couple caches again. I mean, if you're yes. following us, if you're riding with us, you are absolutely making money. 
this year with the PGA. And if Sam you're not, you're doing something fucking wrong. Sam Burns was plus 2,900 going into Charles Schwab. And then we also had Jordan Spieth. He didn't have great odds. He was on like plus 150 or something. Dude, like that. Harold Varner down the wire was like oh, really like getting been... my heart fucking palpitating because of plus 4,300 uh, and he's in the fucking yeah. mix. He had a bad, bad run at the end. Yeah. Bad back nine. He fucking fell off tremendously. It hit hard. And that's golf. But I mean, being in the mix at plus 4,300, having a chance for a win, I mean, I was just sitting there seething. And then Tony Finau made the top 10. That was a random pick of mine. Yeah. And that was, I think he was plus 450. You are a fanatic. I am fanatic. a fanatic. We always have to, we have to say it twice yeah. whenever we do that. But my picks this week, so I'm going to long shot here. I'm going Patrick Reed. Uh, Patrick Reed is plus 4,800. He's played well last week. He played the week uh, week before PGA Championship. He played pretty well. You also have uh, this course he's actually pretty familiar with. He's actually played pretty well. Last two years, top two, I think a top five finish and a top ten finish. So Patrick Reed's my long shot plus four. I know he's been shaky this year, hasn't been not been that great. But if you want a long shot, plus four eight hundred is pretty pretty damn good for um oh hundred percent. Hundred percent especially if he's in the mix. I mean, you're talking about cash out potential on FanDuel. Oh yeah, he's in the mix. Yeah. Cash out. I mean, talking about making a little bit of money if he can get up in there, especially going into Sunday morning in the top five. I dude, there's money to be made there. 100%. My other two picks are going to be Patrick, Matthew Fitzpatrick, plus 2,400, and Will Zalatoris, plus 2,600. Will Zalatoris has been in the mix the last couple of weeks, and um, I'm thinking, you know, maybe he'll maybe he'll break through here. And then I'm going to get my top 10. So, TJ, you do your picks. I'll do my get my top 10. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't have, like, a real sexy high-stakes pick. Uh, I like Roy McIlroy. I, he's just sitting there waiting to break through. He's only plus 1,100. He's the second favorite going into this match. Um, yeah. At Memorial. So I like Rory McIlroy plus 1,100. And the other guy I'm taking uh, is Jordan Speed at plus 1,800. A little bit more bang for your buck. But again, another guy that's been in the mix, another guy that's playing solid and absolutely has the ability to just run it wire to wire. Yeah. Um, those are my two picks to win. That's who I'm picking uh, with money. Again, not, not sexy picks, but I mean, it, there's money to be made out there. And, and if those guys can do it, and I think they both have the ability to do it, a hundred percent. So that's what I'm riding with. And then with my top 10, I, I absolutely love Jason day uh, plus 500 to make the top 10. He's, he's uh, ha- has a little bit of a reemergence this year. He's back to playing solid golf. I think Jason day can make a statement here, throw a little money on him. And then just for the fuck of it, just because I want to see him get back in the mix, Bryson DeChambeau plus 600 to make the top 10. Ah, uh, golf is better well, when you have, him. when you have that, you know, let him be the bad guy. Let him fucking try to drive every green. Let him play the fuck out there and chip it on, even if it's from the rough. If you can put the ball 60 yards from the green on par fours, who gives a shit? All it is is a little wedge in. And I, I absolutely love when Bryson DeChambeau is at the top of the game and hearing all these other players say, oh, you know, I mean, anybody can fucking, you know, get, gain 60 pounds of uh, muscle and mass and, and put the ball out there in the rough and then try to get, yeah, you fucking do it. We heard it all from fucking everybody. And then what did he do at Wingfoot when he took down that major? He was fucking chipping from rough True. that people couldn't get the ball out of. A six-inch deep rough, and he made it look simple and easy. And he's tremendous with the flat stick. He's very consistent with the flat stick. So I would absolutely like to see Bryson DeChambeau climb back up into the leaderboard and make golf interesting again, especially with 
you know, the loss of Tiger, him withdrawing from the, uh, you know, the PGA yeah. championship. And it, you need, you need somebody to stir the pot a little bit. You know, you need the, st- yeah. the straw that stirs the drink and Bryson DeChambeau, if you can get back up into that, that top seed, those top spots being in the mix, I think he makes golf way much more fun to watch. Yeah, and he's had a pretty bad year so far. I mean, plus 600. Yeah, I mean, listen, multiple injuries, surgery. I know it's a long shot, plus 600. I mean, it's just because I'm trying to will it. Will it to me, Riggs. I'm trying to get it out there into the universe because I think golf is way more fun when you have those characters out there to root for or root against. Yes, I agree. And so with my guys, so just so everyone knows, I do this every week. If I pick someone to be a winner, I also like them, obviously, a top 10. So if you don't trust me as well to put a bet on someone to win, just do a top 10 bet as well. So just for my guys that I have, Matthew Fitzpatrick plus 230, Will Torres plus 270, and then Patrick Reed plus 360, which are all very good odds, just be in the top 10, be the mix on Sunday. So if you don't like my winner picks, then at least go with that. My top 10 pick is going to be, I'm going to go defend the champion, Patrick Cantley, plus 165. Not yeah. Not tremendous odds, but he's been here before. He's won already. I'm going to go with him, and I'm also going to go with – I'm doing low odds here. These not long shots. I'm going to go with Cam Smith, plus 185, uh, top 10 as well. Okay. Um, and that's yeah. – those are my two. Solid, dude, solid picks. Both guys should be there in the mix. Yeah. Absolutely. Try to make a little bit of money, especially if you're spreading it around with the wins. It's always nice to come back at least even. Even though, like you said, it's low odds, plus 165. You're making 65 bucks in every 100 you bet. But it, it's okay. just listen. Something. If you can walk away from uh, any any type of betting tournament and walk away even and make some money back, that's a win in my book. But again, this segment brought to you by Piper Golf. Use our promo code score ten ten percent off your purchase. Awesome golf balls. Nick hitting fairways the last time he played. Uh, the more fairways I've ever seen him in his life. Rocking the Piper greens. I was playing the golden black. I've, I'm still playing the golden black. That's a statement. We ordered the mix pack. Got three uh, balls of of each. The the blue, the green, the black, and the gold. Oh, and I'm yeah. still sitting on all three of my black and all three of my gold. Haven't lost them yet. That is a testament to keeping those balls in the play- fairway or at least in play, finding them in the rough, and getting them to the green. Piper Golf. Check them out. Yeah, go to Piper Golf, Piper.golf for the website. Promo code SCORE10. I used them recently, the pitch and putt. And uh, I actually did pretty well. I don't. I don't usually do very well when it comes to pitching and putting. <laughs> and Piper Golf helped me out. I did. I did the Piper Blues because I know we did the green with Nick. You did yep. the black and golds. I'm probably in the blue area when it comes to golfing because they have each golf ball set to what your type of golfer you are. Um, you know, low. Not to uh, cut you off, Rook. I'll be right back. Those third period bourbons are starting to hit home. I have to hit the bathroom. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky. In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So those those golf, I'm gonna bring everybody back, David and uh, and Nick back as well. We're just finishing my point on Piper Golf. The balls are based upon your experience. And uh, look at Nick reading. Look at that. He's like LeBron James faking, faking that he's reading while he's uh, getting ready to come back on. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically every time you see LeBron James, it looks like Nick right now. Um, but Piper Golf, the balls are spe- uh, especially made for what your handicap is and your skill level. So. 
TJ is one of those black and gold type of guys. Nick's a green guy because he's a well over a 15 handicap. I'm around the blue, blue greenish area. Hey, hey, I'm well over a 50 handicap. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Actually, no, my handicap dropped the last time I played when I played with Piper. Uh, golf Piper, they're they're very yeah, absolutely. Check you know out. what I say? Piper on the field, on the, on the course. Piper off the course. Yeah, exactly. Dave, you uh, do you golf at all or not? Uh, I embarrass myself at Top Golf. If that counts. That definitely counts. It does. All right. It does. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, how I got my start. TJ, TJ's leaving, and uh, TJ's right. Those dirt pier villains are starting to kick in. We're about 45 minutes in. So I'm going to let Nick and Dave take over. We're going to talk about keys to victory for game two. So I'm going to peace out real quick, and then I'll be back. Uh, one thing before we get into keys to victory, Luis asked, what do we think about the fighting at the end of the game? Uh, obviously, Lightning getting a little chippy toward the end of the game because they're getting their ass beat in game one. And in a game, I guess they felt pretty good about coming into. And that's just the nature of hockey. It's always going to happen. And it's no coincidence that Reeves is on the ice for that to happen. Like, Gerard uh, Gallant's a smart guy. Turk's a smart dude. He's going to put Reeves on the ice at the end of the game where he knows it's going to get chippy. It's going to get, you know, little little cheap shots here and there. And it, it, it blew over it blew over into a bigger thing than it needed to be. And, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, that's, that's hockey. It's going to happen all the time. And you've got to have guys like Reeves to make sure that when it does get chippy at the end, it's not the uh, – it, it doesn't hurt too bad. You know, he you can enforce the fact that uh, – that, you know uh, nobody's gonna make. You know nobody's gonna try to take a, a complete shot at somebody because Reeves, as you saw, can get through any ref in his way and fucking throw some bombs and make you pay the price. And absolutely, Luis uh, Reeves was smiling as he usually is. I think my favorite my favorite moment for Ryan Reeves this season was I can't remember who the rookie was, but I believe we were playing a Canadian team. I can't remember Montreal. We were playing Montreal. Reeves' first fight, and he absolutely ragdolled this dude. He he drops his gloves, and it looked like the entire arena looked at that kid like, do you know who that is? Like, the you picked the wrong guy to have it. It was the kid's first fight. It was the kid's first fight, and they were like, really? You picked him to pick a fight with? Like, are you stupid? And and it's funny because Reeves, was, he smiled. He was like, really? You want to fight me? Okay. And he dropped his gloves, <laughs> and the kid was just like, should I not have done this? Because he took about three or four seconds to fucking approach Reeves. Reeves was like, come on, kid. You want it to go? Let's go. Come on. And he, he went over, got his ass beat. And I believe it was after that fight that Reeves turns around and he did that what, what's yeah. now kind of famous like get-up motion that uh, that we've kind of been rallying around this whole season. Well, you know, it's not a good look when that you know you look over to the Montreal bench and the uh, medical trainer is picking up his bag of goodies <laughs> to get ready for the fucking massacre that's about to happen. So, going off of uh, Louise's comment, do you think it was a good idea to fight? I absolutely think it's gonna good idea to fight. Number one, because Tampa started it. Yep. And you you always want to be you always want to be the one to finish it. And number two. If that scoreboard wasn't enough to make a statement, it's the fact that Tampa started that, and then we finished the the strappiness too, where you had Reeves yeah. smiling. Is that it? Just you're, it just doubles onto that. You're not going to try to intimidate this team. You're not going to think that you're going to get uh, chippy and intimidate anybody on that ice because it's not <laughs> happening. Especially with Ryan Reeves standing there, knowing that it's like, dude, if you guys want to line up one by one. We can just go center ice. I'll, I'll just no. dispatch one after the other. 
and both things that I just mentioned, the scoreboard and the fight at the end of the game, we are not to be fucked with. We are a good hockey team. We are a deep hockey team. Yeah. Yep. Ryan Reeves basically looks at your team and goes, I'll give you summer teeth. Summer here, summer there. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Take <laughs> off, hoser. That's it, dude. Ryan Reeves, fucking supporting dentist everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. So what? Uh, Nolan Rizzo just, says, "What a fucking game!" How about that kid line? I mean, the whole team looked like a unit. First string goalie, who? I dude, guess that's you know what? It, it's just, just that, that, that kid line. You you can't sleep on them, and it's just so fucking impressive that this team can lean on that line, the third line, and get so much just offense out of them and so much production out of them. Just it, it's you don't see that, especially with guys that are rookies or fucking pretty damn close to rookies. You can you, you cannot sleep and you cannot you know not pump that up enough. Because it's tremendous. That effort from that line is just well, no non-stop. And, and I'm no still waiting. I'm just l- waiting for Lafreniere to start cashing and putting the puck in the net. He's got plenty of uh, assists in, in this in uh, the last three series. But it's just they, they're a workhorse. You can lean on them all game. And you usually a team will lean on the first and second line. And the third and fourth line are there just to kind of eat up some time and give everybody else a rest. But that third line, the production that they get out of these young kids, it's tremendous. It's You don't see that. You don't see that anywhere else in the league. No other team has a third line that OP in the league. And I think in the history of the NHL, it's just I, – I, I'm fucking enamored by them. No, but, Nick, you mentioned the starting goalie, but the new narrative is nine days off. So you got to stick to that. Yeah, uh, Luis says, uh, didn't they have nine points combined? They had five points combined, uh, Luis. Uh, Lafreniere had uh, two points for his assists. Uh, Kako had one, and then Heedle had two on his Very good start uh, for my team last podcast. Dude, and Lafreniere, Lafreniere got in the mix a little bit in the, uh, the beginning of the third period, a little scrappiness, and he's also just sitting there smiling and laughing as he's giving everybody a little face wash. Love you know what it. I mean? That, that's exactly it. what you want to see. No, no one on that ice is getting intimidated. Nobody is scared to get out there and get fucking physical. I love it. Dude, it's East Coast hockey. It's Rangers hockey. And you just, it's just, oh, my God. Talk about going hey, from six to midnight the entire game. Hey, Luis, no need to apologize, brother. We're all Rangers fans. It's all gravy, baby. It's like popcorn. Everybody loves it. And there's always a room for extra. Yeah, don't worry. We all make mistakes. I don't even pronounce everyone's name correctly. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you can even say Lafreniere. I, I'm surprised I could say Lafayette. I'm surprised I could say Heedle. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't Cheadle. take uh, Benzahoot in, in one of your PGA picks. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah, pretty I mean, sure he's, he's not playing this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rook, I'm pretty sure you've called Heedle Child at some point. I've, I've done that. Have. I've done that earlier in the season. No, I definitely at one point I was like, what happened to that guy Heedle they drafted? They keep showing this Cheeto guy. <laughs> he's got seven goals in the motherfucking playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This team is just – how do you not absolutely love them? So, uh, keys to game two. Yeah. Well, here's a oh, – wait, sorry. Before we go to the keys, Luis, Luis, is, Luis is loving the show. Thank you, Luis. We really do appreciate it. We love the comments. If anyone's watching, please comment all you want. We love it. We love interacting with our fans, anyone who listens. We love interacting with you and talking to any questions. 
we'll handle it during the show. So we appreciate it, Luis. Someone on Twitter compared Lappin to Messier, and he says he totally sees it. What do you guys think? I think it's high praise early on, but I'll take it. I mean, it's high praise. It's, high, it's hard to say something. I mean, Messi is in the whole thing. Well, so Nick, Nick just that's, said everything. Uh, I was, that's Nick just said everything I was thinking. It's high praise, yeah. but let's take it. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Listen, I, I don't think he's he's definitely not on the Messier level yet, but for for a first round pick and for how young he is and how much he can continue to grow, I. Dude, high praise is worth it. He's he's in the mix. He's in every game. He you know, you're not going to see him even in a Rangers loss. Even when they come out flat, the games that they came out flat against the Penguins, that came the games they came out flat against the Hurricanes. He is out there giving 110 percent every time, and that's all you need. You need a fucking gamer out there. And whether he's putting you know good passes out there, moving the puck, and getting on the on the stat sheet with assists, or just getting in everybody's face and throwing the body. He's, he's a train. You're not stopping him. He's just yep. all one way, and it's nonstop. As soon as that, that whistle blows, he's going to fucking go and give you his all the whole time. And you cannot discount that. That means a fucking shitload, whether he's on the stat sheet or not. Agreed. So, uh, keys to game two. I just want to point out, obviously, I think the kid line continuing to dominate. That's a big key. Uh, and, you know, shout out to, to Gerard Gallant. Because he developed these kids to play. Yeah, I mean, they did. these guys were not doing this last year. They weren't. Yeah, I mean, granted, they were a couple of issues last year with injuries and things like that. But Dan, if he didn't put them in positions to be successful, and that's what a coach is supposed to put the guys in positions to be yeah. successful. Thank, thank you, know? you very much for the fucking awesome coach. Who was it? The Panthers that fired him? Like no, no, the Knights, Golden Knights, the, Knights. the Golden Knights. Sorry, the Golden Knights fired Stupid. him like halfway through Stupid a game. Thing ever. Right? And fuck David Quinn. Fuck that guy. And they hired they hired uh, Peter DeBoer after Gallant. He's already been fired. That's how bad. Yep. Dude, Gerard but, uh, Gallant is the real thing. You see him. He, he gives you exactly what you want to see on the bench. He's fired up. He's fucking yapping to the refs. And I love the fucking fact that he's not doing mid-game interviews with fucking anybody. Fuck that. We're in a game no right now. Take your fucking mi- microphone. Shove it up your butthole. End of story. You're not getting any words from me. The only words you're going to hear from me is in the fucking post game. And if you want any comments during the game, it's going to be me shouting it at the fucking refs. By, by, by the way, no soundboard this week. You saying butthole is hilarious. <laughs> You'll be whole. Um, yeah, no but, soundboard uh, this week, Nick, right? That's why you have yeah, a whole balloon. Did, I'm, I'm remote, man. I, I couldn't bring all that stuff with me. There's a limit yeah, to how I need a ding on that one. Dude. Um, yeah, ding ding, but uh, <laughs> but uh, so uh, big deal to me was Panarin getting a goal today. Uh, hopefully, whatever funk he's in, that that's the, the straw that that lets the floodgates open and just freaking he gets back to being Panarin. Um, I saw a lot better passes from him, you know, and and uh, him and Fox actually had a lot better passes than, they, than they've had in the previous few games, um, but uh. The you know the kid line Panarin stepping up big. Uh, I like to see uh, you, you still want to see Kreider and Zibanejad continue to be doing what they're doing. Uh, and then uh, I, I really I, I Barclay uh, Barclay Goodrow is huge for this team. Yep. Defensively, heart wise, him and, and Lindgren, just everything that they've done in this playoffs. If you're playing injured. Uh, Goodrow has a fra- had a fractured ankle. How the fuck is he skating right now? 
I can't walk when I stub my toe. This guy's got a fractured fucking knee. All right, I'd be at the VA right now, being like, "Sorry, I need to get put chapped out." My Dude, that's crashing. hockey, though. I mean, I, I forget who yeah. it was, but uh, several years back, who was it that that uh, his heart stopped in the middle of the game on the bench, and they resuscitated him, and his first question was, "Did I miss a shift?" It's it's dude. It's just a, it's another level of. That's why I hate the NBA. That's why I hate fucking soccer. You're not getting that shit. Broke a nail, and missed the game. I heard. Dude, that's what I mean. You're not getting that kind of level of heart and like, oh, dude, but I'm alive now. So why am I not going back out there? Well, that's, that's for a little uh, bit. Yeah, I don't fucking care. I'm alive now. That's a that's a, the goalie that got his throat slit. Yeah, what was that? Uh, was that Arizona? Yeah. Was that Phoenix? Yeah. No, no, this is before Arizona. It was a. It, it's happened wild. multiple times. This it's is happened. back. And I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one in '92. I think it was or '93. Yeah, I want to say it was against it was against the Sabers or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, yes. I, I could be wrong. But Skate went up, slit his throat, and then the 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 medic was uh, was a former Vietnam vet or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and he, he was a funny, former uh, army medic or something like that. Yeah, oh, no, just, wait, wasn't yeah, that? Was, uh, wasn't that? No, that was a different game. Where, uh, but uh, it was a Panthers player that got his throat slit. But yeah, uh, he gets up. The whole thing was basically like I didn't want to die on the ice because my parents were watching the game, and he skates off the ice and he's bleeding to death. He played like two days later. With stitches in his throat, like dude, where his carotid artery got slit severed. Hockey, hockey players, players are different breeds of pitches ever, dude. They, hockey players, you just cannot fuck with. There's a the reason why they sport, sit there the with their the crooked smiles and their fucking missing teeth. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it, dude. It, I mean, look at Ken Danico when he he was. Uh, every time he's on TV now, smiling with those beautiful pearly whites that got drilled up into his head post post career. That's exactly what you get. It's like I don't need these fucking teeth right now. I'll get nice, beautiful, well-paid-for dentistry done after I'm done playing hockey. But for now, I'll smile at you with a whole bunch of missing fucking sections of my teeth because that's how you just earn it. You go out there, you earn every shift. So uh, specialist Nolan Rizzo says, not trying to be biased, but the Rangers are legit. The only team that has made this big of a turnaround from before the trade deadline. Like, talk about growing fast. And, and yeah. again, those are those additions they made with Tyler Mott uh, and – Patrano. And, and yeah, Patrano, Cobb, Dude, I, I said it. I said it before the playoffs started. I said, not for nothing. I said, I feel like we helped the Panthers by taking Patrano for cheap and, and opening up their cap so they can pick up Claude Giroux. And I mean, where did that get them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure fucking Patrano has more points in the playoffs than Claude Giroux has helping the, the, the Panthers get to pretty much sitting at home playing golf right now. And, uh, and of course, and then Rizzo says, uh, everything got better when we got Lindgren and Goodrow back, which is true. We lost those guys in that, in that Penguin series for yeah. a little bit. We lost Lindgren, and we looked lost. Like, we lost yeah. that player, and we lost our soul, it seemed like. He came back, cobbled, but not broken, and, you know, we're, we're, we get back on track. We get back With on track. the way so, this team is going and the momentum they have and, and the way players are coming back from injury, I'm just waiting for them to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, Sammy Blay maybe in the lineup this series. Like I'm fucking waiting for it. He's on the roster. He's on the roster. He's on the roster. He's he's on the roster. He's not playing yet, but he's on the roster. He'll get playing time. Hey, what, are your, uh, what are your thoughts? Keys to game two, keep his momentum going. So I think that the statements that they made tonight. <laughs> I think that I said Dave DJ. Did you? Did I? I didn't hear that. Oh, I just got you? so excited. I'm I sorry. You didn't hear that either? Thank you. I'm glad no, I'm not Nick the only did, one. Nick did. Nick did the same face that I did. I was like, uh, TJ, <laughs> we have All right, a I'll tune out. 
Fuck you. All right. <laughs> so, you just make the list. <laughs> I already have a shit list. I didn't buy it for on the shit Sunday, list. So. Uh, my, my keys to game two are, I got to say, literally everything you did in game one. From, from shutting down, first of all, I don't know if you guys noticed, the the big passes from the defensive end that, that Tampa's known for, they completely shut that shit down all game. Shut that down completely. And then when it comes to just finding chances through every single line and finding chances in every depth of, of this team, because every single line found at least one scoring chance in this game. Tampa can't say the same thing. Also, if they try to if they try to start some shit around Igor or around Vasilevsky, knock them the fuck out. Set a fucking tone that this team is not to be fucked with. Prove them not up in here. That fucking that money line that says we have a seven percent chance of winning the cup. Fuck that shit. It's a 50-50 shot. Who wins the Easter Conference Final? And everyone knows that. Fuck the money line. Fuck the media. Let's go, Rangers. That's it. You want to fucking get nasty? Send them down a pump shotgun. Even the odds. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I think the key to this victory, and I think the keys going forward, is score first. The Rangers play better when they score first. And I know that's just a blanket statement that any team can embrace and say, yeah, well, obviously, if you're ahead, it's easier to play ahead than behind. But if the Rangers can get on that scoreboard first and put the pressure on Vasilevsky and put the pressure on Tampa Bay and get them to play on their heels a little bit and make some more mistakes, we can cash in on it. The talent on this team is fucking, like we said, through all four lines. I'm, I I will not be surprised if we get a Ryan Reeves goal at some point in this series because he's in on every fucking play. He's behind the net working the puck in the offensive zone. It's just score first and play on your toes the whole game. Just keep that pucking, puck going downhill in the offensive zone. The Rangers did a great job so far in this series in game one at earning, earning the neutral zone very quickly and getting into that offensive zone. The shots on net were up way more up than we we played at all in the Hurricanes series. Okay, we're getting pucks to the net. We're getting great chances to the net. And if you can play ahead and just keep cashing in on mistakes and cash in on that power play, continue to cash in on that power play, that power play is just an unstoppable fucking phenom. And you need to continue it. Okay, you're getting the you're getting that momentum coming off the Hurricane series. Everybody was questioning it. If this game would have went the other way, they would have said the Rangers were tired and the Tampa Bay was well-rested. And now they're going to make excuses as to, well, nine days off, there's yep. going to be rust there. Fuck your rust. They had nine days to rest. We're fucking lingering right now. Is probably band-aiding his entire body up, looking like a mummy. That guy has probably been gay all over his fucking body and, and whatever the fuck else, a uh, little tiger bomb, probably sitting in an ice tub overnight to take a nap. Who the fuck knows? This team is fucking playing through every injury, playing through every body uh, slam and, and every uh, big hit across the boards, okay? And you can't stop us. You need to keep that physical momentum going. You need to continue to win the battles along the boards, get the puck in deep. And again, like you said, Panarin has to has to come out strong and has to get in involved in whatever he can. 
Panarin fucking he there's something wrong and I, I had a Twitter conversation with somebody else saying that there's definitely some kind of injury and has to maybe maybe some kind of wrist or or hand injury maybe and I said yeah you know what that would make sense because he's playing like he has stone hands he's playing like that wrist is taped up fucking to no end and he doesn't have the feel that he normally has because he's just missing passes he's not making crisp passes but tonight he was able to battle through whatever the fuck he's going through and get a point on the board and that's what we need him to do Kreider starting the game off strong, doing exactly what we need Kreider to do. Put the puck in the net first, create the momentum, and just ride it all the way fucking home to the victory. He's got that uh, Adam Banks going. Yeah, he might be. I like uh, Luis said, Lindgren is essentially RoboCop. <laughs> it's a $6 million man. We can rebuild him. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm not going to give too much of my keys. I think you guys said it enough, um, but obviously Panarin – Two straight games with a goal. That is huge from someone who have been waiting for to finally break through to see two goals by Panarin. Uh, the kid line can't say enough. It, the, the maturation that they're going through right now, the fact that there are, you know, they're becoming grown men in front of our eyes right now. Uh, they're all 22 and younger. And, you know, we talk about playoff experience here. Tampa Bay Lightning come in. There's like 17 players in their roster. They've all been to the Stanley Cup before, even won a Stanley Cup. And it's like, you know, we look at the you know, the Rangers roster, and it's like, oh, they're all young; they don't have the playoff experience. They've got enough playoff experience the last two rounds to last them through through round three, and if they get through the Eastern Conference Finals into a Stanley Cup Final, to be able to play and play up to a high level. And we've seen it already in Game One: Filipino, Kako, and Lafreniere all putting points on the board. Uh, Heedle two goals. I really wanted him to get that hat trick; that would have been amazing. But whatever, it's it is what it is at this point. But we'll take the win. Take two goals from Heedle. Let's move on. Game two. You know, let's forget about. You know, it's a dominant win. We got to forget about. It. We got to have short memories. We got to keep going. Job's not finished. Job's not done. Keep on fighting. Keep the same pressure. You know, Vasilevsky's going to figure it out. He's not going to give up six goals every game. You got to figure it out. Get get the goal. Pucks past him. Keep it going. Like Kobe Bryant's always said before. I saw a press conference recently, an old press conference with uh, Kobe Bryant. And they're like, are you happy with the game one win in the NBA Finals? And he was like, job's not done. Job's yeah. not done. And the Absolutely. job is not done for the New York Rangers. They got three more wins to go. It's a race to four. I don't care yeah. if they do it in seven, if they do it in six, five, four, whatever it is. Get the fourth win. Move on to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, final. and, and you, can't, you can't discount the fact that it would be huge for them to get two home wins and get that streak up to eight consecutive home wins and roll yeah. into Tampa Bay red hot because at that point, then you're getting Tampa to play on their fucking heels, yeah, which they haven't had to do yet. And it, 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 just that momentum boost would be huge. If they can pull off a win in game two, going into Tampa, it would be so much in their favor and so much just on Tampa to fucking make a tremendous bounce back, and that's how you generate mistakes, and that's how you cash in. Exactly. But I think uh, I think we pretty much wrapped up this uh, game one recap. We did a couple uh, breaks here and there for uh, you know updates of sports, New York sports. Uh, for Luis and Nolan and anyone else who's been tuning in or anyone's tuning in on Twitter, uh, you know, feel free to comment. We'll always reach out to you guys during the show, even after the show. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. We're available everywhere: Apple, Spreaker, um, throw a phone teaser, number up there, Rook. Let Audible, them call and make comments. Throw a phone number up there. Let them call in, make oh, comments. Oh, yeah. You know, and then, yeah, we it. also have a phone number, too. Let me get – so call in with your thoughts, too. Leave a voicemail. We'll, we'll play the voicemails live on the show. Uh, but subscribe, subscribe to our podcast. 
We have other episodes here who may not be uh, there. Some of them are a little outdated because we usually do this weekly, so the sports a little outdated. But we also have our we have a wrestling podcast too. You go listen to that, uh, Wrestling Addicts. Uh, we have our Screen Addicts and we have our TV Addicts. So if you want to go back, listen to some movie reviews, some TV show reviews, check that out. And obviously wrestling as well. If you're into that, we also have those. So feel free to subscribe to our podcast available pretty much everywhere. Um, I think especially we're on Audible too, right? Audible, Google, we're on Audible. Apple, Google Podcasts. yeah, Apple, everything. Um, so check us out and give Absolutely. us a and follow uh, follow Dave on uh, yeah, check out at, our guy Dave Dirty Period, period Bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah, there's gonna be more New York Rangers so much, and you want to be part of this run yep. and this magical experience. You better join the fucking movement because we got Dave who brought to us the third period bourbon. So for anyone who doesn't know yet, every third period, sec- uh, I'm sorry, during second admission, we send out a tweet. We want to see those bourbons. Fill them up. Fill a glass up. Absolutely. Tweet it to us. Tweet it to us, Dave, at three period bourbon um, or at us at, at Score Addicts Podcast on Twitter. And let us see them. Third period bourbons are what? Uh, what, 70% of the time now? We're up to, I think, because seventy percent of the time it works every, every time. time. They, I'm think, not going to be satisfied until I'm watching the fucking Stanley Cup Finals with Dave sitting playing. right here having a third period bourbon with us. Yes, I will all be it, there. It's going to happen, boys. I just want to point out before we go. In 2014, I believe it was, I was sitting in Fort Gordon, Georgia, watching the Stanley Cup. Uh, unfortunately. Um, now it's 2022, and I'm sitting in Fort Drum watching the Eastern Conference Finals. Like I was watching the Eastern Conference Finals in Fort Gordon in 2014. And I'm sitting in Jacksonville, Florida. I feel your pain. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, last time I was on duty, like, someplace during the Eastern Conference Finals, saw something special. Just I'm just throwing it out there. So, fun fact, I was actually on night shift for about 40% of this season, and – the dude I was working with, it would be like, I don't know, like 11 o'clock at night, and this dude would be just like dead, and I'd just be like, yes, for all the West Coast games, and he would just be like, dude, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. All I know is I had, I had finals in the start of the, the Stanley Cup run, and my finals ended during the Eastern Conference Finals, and I just got fucking blackout every game. <laughs> nice. how any, wait, how's that any different than how you were other times of the year? I, I turned during law school finals. I did not drink as heavily. I've as seen you in October, and you were fucking hammered. Drinking. Well, I was just saying because I, I missed the first the first three weeks of the, of the playoff postseason because yeah. I was studying for finals. That's right. I was a ninth grader, so I felt all that <laughs> <laughs> I legit was in Myrtle Beach for my cousin's bachelor party during the Rangers' last cup run, watching the LA Kings beat the shit out of us, and I'm the only one at the bar fucking going absolutely ballistic and throwing a fucking tantrum and a half, and everybody's staring at me like, oh, what the fuck is this dude's problem? So... <laughs> That was I, I. I do not want to go through that again. I want to just have nothing but positive vibes and Rangers victories. Is that too much to ask for? I don't fucking care. Let's go to the mega happy ending. And then uh, TJ was like, "Why am I so angry? Because Paul Neal didn't sign my autograph in 1996. Go fuck yourself." It's true, <laughs> son of a bitch. All right, Nick, take us out. I, you know what? I'm so pumped. Like. I don't want to go, but uh, I got to go because I got to be up in like five hours. Um, 
thanks to everybody who spent this time with us. I had a great time. Uh, all the comments were awesome. I'm loving Rangers community just getting together and just freaking supporting each other and just talking fucking hockey. Fucking hockey. This is the book I'm reading right now, by the way. I actually was reading it. It's called uh, Tales from the Locker Room. <laughs> Tales from the New York Rangers Locker Room by uh, Giles Villamore and uh, Mike Shallow. So that's pretty dope. And it has a forward from Ed Jackman. Um, nice. Yeah. So, uh, so actually, I just started reading it on the way up here today. It's pretty dope. My brother-in-law got it for me for Christmas. I just haven't had a chance. Shout but, out to Ian. Awesome. Shout out to Ian. Big, big, big red. El Gallo. Anyhow, uh, we'll catch you again next week. Actually, we'll catch you again Friday. Post-game Friday uh, after it's a game two of Eastern Conference Finals. We'll catch you all then. We'll talk some more hockey. Uh, we'll have some hot takes, some, some strong takes, and some happiness, I'm sure, because we're taking game two. And some strong fucking bourbons. Let's Go. Do it. Yes, sir. And welcome to the motherfucking jungle. This is the Scoreboard Addicts Podcast. Starring Nick, TJ, and The Rook. Our shows are for the average sports fan who likes drinking, talking sports, and talking shit. We cover all sports from the MLB to the NHL and everything in between, as well as review movies and discuss pop culture. Dude, he wouldn't be in the NFL if he couldn't play at this level. All right? You get this. Good day. I can't believe you just said it. That was the stupidest thing I've heard you say in weeks. All right? So he can never play at this level? That was I never heard. I, I don't even imagine. That's a, that's a really interesting point. Uh, we all know shady underground places that give massages and happy endings. And does it not seem out of the realm of possibility? You do? <laughs> it's an embarrassment. I think fans are tired. Um... Yeah, we put the clown show organization. Guess what, Joe? It is still a man sport. This is still hockey. Step the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) He's looking. I don't know why, but he looked at me. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at me. He goes. (laughs) He's trying to eat it real low key. Join us at bellyup.tv on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. for our movie reviews and on Saturdays at 7 p.m. for our standard sports talk show. Oh, yeah. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.